0: Hi guys, I'm Clea and I'm Joanna and welcome to Best Friend Energy Unpacked. If you didn't hear our Tuesday show, go check it out. We chatted with podcaster Ashley Flowers from the iconic podcast Crime Junkie. Um, She's also making a ton of other awesome podcasts in true crime genre. Um, She was so interesting and so fun. I think you'll love it. So go check that out. Um, on this episode, we're going to talk about what people are calling barefoot boy mm. summer. Can't think of anything worse than those what? three words all put together. <laughs> barefoot boy summer. Um, is that really a thing? We will have to talk about it. Um, we're also going to talk about designing a bathroom, Joanna's favorite hobby, and what we like and what we don't like. And of course, we'll
1: take some DMs. But first, a quick break. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Saks.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. Joanna, do you remember Hot Girl Summer?
0: I mean, barely. Because okay. people explained it to me what it was. All right. Well, Hot Girl Summer originated with rapper Megan Thee Stallion um, and her song from 2019 called Hot Girl Summer. And it basically means like looking great, living your best life, not caring what anyone else thinks, like strutting down the street, just like like being you, right? Okay. Like living, not caring, feeling fabulous. Okay. Now we have a counterpoint to Hot Girl Summer, and I regret to say it's called Barefoot Boy Summer. Uh, Barefoot Boy Summer Ooh. came from an article in New York Magazine's The Cut. Let's just describe, I I literally cringe even saying it, but um, what is Barefoot Boy Summer? Apparently, a few male celebrities have been spotted in LA outdoors without shoes, most notably Jacob Elordi of the HBO show Euphoria, very popular show. But Jacob, OK, now. I have so many questions. What about like the no shirt, no shoes like you can't come in? How do you just walk around? I truly don't know. Oh, I have so here, many questions. Here's some some another example, which I know very well because I took issue with it. Um, In HBO show Succession, one of my favorite shows of all time, Lucas Matson, he's played by Alexander Skarsgård, walks barefoot. Foot on the tarmac from plane to plane. Granted, they're private planes. Doesn't mean they're clean. Okay. Right. Doesn't mean they're clean. (laughs) You're walking on dirty, like like airplane tarmac ground. Like that is has to be dirty. Planes are not like clean. They're not just like rolling around the sky, dusting off on the clouds. Like they are (laughs) dirty. All right. There's like jet fuel. And you're just walking willy-nilly, just barefoot. And this just flies in the face of anybody who takes off their shoes when they enter the house, because now what are unless you have a foot bath, uh, uh, like upon entry, your feet are the filth. That let me, let me just describe when I lived in New York City, I wore sandals like a lot of people do in the summer. When I came home, I had to immediately bathe my feet because even with shoes, with sandals that are. Cupping your foot, there is still so much disgusting grime. Your feet look pretty black when you get home. Can you even no. comprehend? Think about the stuff that you might step on. The na- uh, the, I am the thinking nails, all about it. Oh, the how, about, how about battery ra- acid? Rat hole. urine? I don't even want to walk around a hotel room barefoot. I know. I will. You, you really won't. Though. I really won't. I just like the thought of my feet, my precious feet. <laughs> a dirty <laughs> ground I just that's a no I know that's a no this is really a no for you I listen it's a no for me because I would be so afraid of all the toxins I'd be stepping on like outside and to be clear you would be you I, would be I, stepping I, on toxins I that I could do and I think you know what though I think these summer boy barefoot people are they they like to have no concern none no they don't You know who cares the least the person walking barefoot a hundred percent. They've already make it, made a calculated decision that this is who they are. Right, it's a personality. No really one accidentally is. leaves the house without shoes. So like no. you're, maybe you're after, making a decision. Maybe after COVID initially when you like forgot to get dressed kind of thing, like you just are not used to leaving the house. But at this point. Very, very specific example. Like very <laughs> specific example. I don't know. There's some people that just feel the need to be barefoot and I don't understand those people. So maybe there's just like a deep, like disconnect right. for me. Right. But I think that walking around a city. Honestly, even a farm. Like you're going to step in other stuff. Like, yeah, you know, just... gonna... it's not good. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. This trend has to stop. There's if no I... situation that it is good, actually. Now no. that I think about it. Unless you're on a beach, a sandy beach. And even then, it better be like powdery sand, you know, like if there are rocks. You cut uh, yourself. Also, like there's the heat, you know, like now we're dealing with hot asphalt. Hot sand is not... So great either. No, honestly, this is not shaping up to be good in any capacity. So, if we can, I don't know that there are that many barefoot summer boys listening to us right now, but if you are one of them, which I, again, I think is not probable, right? You have to stop. We need to tell me what I can do. Like, what can I do to convince you? Also, what's the benefit? I need to understand the benefit of this. Well, let's give one solid example that we both know in our life. Okay. Okay. This, this happened uh, a friend of my parents who shall remain nameless. I think I know where this is going. I'm just saying the barefoot situations have consequences. Okay. So (laughs) their friend was like in like Tahiti or so, I don't Uh know, like, or or Uh like Peru or far off land in like the rainforest for like Uh six months. Uh And he decided (laughs) that he wanted to be a barefoot summer boy. And he was trekking around. He was trekking around Brazil or wherever he was barefoot for six months. And he incorrectly read the room. All right. And he decided he was staying at my parents' house with his dirty barefoot summer feet. And my mother had just put in new rugs in the guest room. And you know what? You know what happens when you're walking barefoot for months on end? Your feet get dirty. It just comes. You know what I mean? Like, there's nothing you can do about it. You no, just have dirty feet. Okay. You, right. There's no way. There's no two ways around it. You there's have no dirty two feet. ways around it. You have dirty <laughs> feet. And he got his dirty feet. Oh, my mom's new ribs. And you know what? I don't know if he's ever been back. <laughs> I haven't even seen him. I don't even know. You know, like when when people bring their dirty feet into your yeah. home, right. it's, a, it's problematic. Right. You have to be like, hey, I have dirty feet. I've been barefoot boy. I've been a barefoot boy <laughs> for many, many months. I need to let you know before I come into your house that my feet are worse than my shoes. So, and, you know, at right. my parents house, much like my house, Joanna's house, we are shoe free <laughs> people <laughs> yes. because we believe that people are in shoes outside, <laughs> and the right. outside is disgusting. So when you come inside, you take your right. shoes off. That's but right. But if you're choosing to walk around outside with your toesies, yeah. <laughs> then when you come inside, that means you're bringing that filth in Yeah, inside. all of a sudden, there's no distinction between the inside and the outside. Yes. So again, I just think everyone needs to take a deep breath and have some consideration for everyone. For the indoor land. For the indoor environments that you're going to be stepping in (laughs) because it's really friggin' gross. Okay. I'm like stressed about it. All right. I Um, I really want to know what you guys think about this. Please let us know. um, So DM us on Instagram or TikTok at bestfriendenergy. All right. We're going to take a quick break and we'll be back talking about designing bathrooms, which feels cleaner to me. I love this for us. All right. Joanne and I are in the process of building homes. Um, They're both a block away from each other, 600 feet to be exact. 600 uh, steps. Oh right, I'm sorry. Six hundred steps. I I have feet on my mind. Yeah. So, um, we it's six hundred steps away from each other. And with these new homes come new bathrooms, which are very exciting. Um, so let's talk about the must-haves. Um, I'll walk through some of what, according to the Wall Street Journal, are some bathroom design trends for 2023. And let's say if we agree or disagree. Okay. Okay. All right. Let's do that. Okay. In ceramics. Deep, rich colors and textured tile. Um, I did not do this in my house, but I fully agree with this. I don't disagree that it's a trend. I just can't get on board. I I do love it. I have deep, rich, quote unquote, colors and textured tile in other aspects of my house, not in the bathroom, but I, I do get it. I really get it. It's still hard for me. Color is still something I grapple with. So this is more of a me problem, but I appreciate it for other people. I'm here for this trend. I I hope it's not even a trend. I think beautiful tile is beautiful tile. All right. What about, I already know the answer to this one. Large swaths, anything actually a large swath is probably not good. (laughs) A large swaths of porcelain that look like marble. Well, you know how I feel about that. Be what you are. Thumbs down. Absolutely thumbs down. Just be porcelain tile. Just, that's absolutely right, fine. Right, there's actually or, nothing wrong with porcelain tile. Zero things wrong with porcelain tile. Just be what, I hate when things imitate something else. Right, just be porcelain. Just be porcelain and be proud of it. Why don't you do a porcelain tile in a rich color? Just there call you go. it a day, yeah, you know? There's so many options. Just let let the porcelain shine. Okay, what about white globe lights? Where are, where are these globe lights going? It like around a mirror? So. Like picture like a vanity mirror. I think that's, it's fine. I think it's a taste. I don't even know if it's a trend. I mean, is it like supposed to be like glam? I think it's just a functionality thing in my mind. Yeah, I don't have, I guess I don't have a strong opinion. It's not for me necessarily, but I don't think I have a problem with it. I feel like if you need it, because like for me, I have a separate mirror, a makeup mirror that has those lights on it because my back faces the window. So I have no natural light. So you need like a daylight. Yeah, I think that's fine. I mean, again, I don't think this is necessarily a trend, but uh, but, uh, sure. What about recessed lights? I hate, I hate. I just don't like can I just don't like the thing is is I just overhead lights unless it's a pendant though a pendant a chandelier all of that but that is different than what you get with canned lighting yeah like the the color is different the the softness is different so I I agree with this I mean again sometimes it's a necessity because I mean there are codes with you can't have lights hanging too far below you know over a uh, bathtub and stuff like that so like there's a there's a purpose for recessed lights but if I can avoid it I will all right what about natural wood vanities um, I understand the appeal. I think they're really, really pretty. It's not for my house, but I absolutely appreciate it. I love a good like Nordic Scandinavian situation. So like I have always loved like black, white and natural wood. So oh yeah, beautiful. My bathroom doesn't cover that, but I have a lot of other areas of my house that do. So I am here for it. I'm I like it. it too. Yeah, I like yeah, it. Yeah. What about gray toned cabinets? No, I think it's done. I'm done. Yeah, I feel like it was like a big trend for a while and I think we can just like kind of- We can move on. Wrap it up and and move on. Yeah, I agree. All right, is there any other trend that like you've specifically put into your bathroom? I mean, this isn't a trend, but this is just how my brain works. Like always think about functionality and how you want the bathroom to function before making it pretty. I mean, this is just our overall- philosophy on organizing. So I just think about that. Like where is the hairdryer going to plug in? Does it make sense where it's going to go? Do I have places for like a daily drawer to with my toothbrush i don't my toothbrush too close to the sink like you know leaving it out yuck germs like all these things these are things that i think about well i'll tell you a trend that i am using in my new house we're going very french parisian with this house which is a very big departure from my current house very big and so in our primary bathroom instead of doing built-in vanities with like cabinets you know, like a traditional bathroom, we're doing, uh, like individual black and white lacquered cat, like a vanity, like separate for each side with mirrors over them. So they're actual individual pieces, not built-ins. And I think that they're going to be pretty cool. I hope. Oh, no question. They're going to be gorgeous. I hope so. Not returnable. So no. let's just let's just hope everything looks great. It's gonna be great. fabulous. I think it will. But anyway, but I'm I'm actually excited to kind of like try different bathroom yeah, trends, like and not fun. do my same bathroom now. Just do something different. Love it. All right, let's take some DMs. This is from Michelle. What is a snack you cannot live without? I'm gonna let Joanna take this one. Ooh, I love a snack. Oh my what God. What can't you live without though? I mean, I like to have nuts on hand because I feel like that's a healthy alternative because if I don't have nuts on hand, I'll find the first piece of chocolate and that will be the snack. So you never crave anything salty beyond just nuts? No, I mean, God, if I was not thinking about like any health benefits or calories or anything like that, I mean, I would have all kinds of stuff. So you feel like your snack that you cannot live without is a pistachio? Yes, because it has to, I have to balance out the rest of the day. As someone who's with you a lot- yeah. I just want to say, pistachios rank, but it's not like the number one snack you eat. Yeah, but that is not your cannot. You you mean to tell me that if you had a choice, this isn't like a fun thing. This is like okay, I need to balance out my diet in some capacity. No, this- that's not what the question is. It's a snack you can't live without. Could you? Can you live without Swedish fish or chocolate? I can live without Swedish fish. I actually think the Trader Joe's ones are better. Okay, the Scandinavian swimmers. Yeah, chocolate. No, I, I absolutely can't live without chocolate. I'm not sure that's the full snack, but I know I cannot live without chocolate. But that wasn't the question either. No, it's a what snack can you not live without? So your answer is officially a pistachio. <laughs> that just feels like a very lame snack to not be able to live without. Like I, I could, I like pistachios, but I could go the rest of my life without ever eating a pistachio again. All right, fine. If we're not, if I'm not really thinking, if I don't have to balance out the health benefits, for sure, chocolate. Okay any specific kind? Oh god, I just like so many things. It depends on the day. Sometimes it's like a Rollo, sometimes it's an M&M, sometimes it's a little mini Twix, like just mm, just get me in there. I'm a flaming hot Cheeto. I think we I all know that. that. I I oh, yeah. just I can't I couldn't live without them. Again, I'm not eating them every minute of my life. I no. mean, I've tried that my fingers really got stained red. So I do um, love but, peanut butter pretzels, too. I really oh, do, do love, love a peanut butter. pretzel. I, I peanut- actually think a peanut butter pretzel is a pretty balanced snack. Like you get a little bit of protein, a little bit of salt, uh, touch of sweet. And they're pretty, pretty processed. So I don't I feel like not oh, like the, whatever. I mean, sure, they're processed. But like you don't think at a certain point in my life I would have taken like a Ritz cracker with peanut butter and called it like oh, a, a health food. Yum delicious peanut butter let's just say peanut butter peanut butter is delicious peanut butter is delicious all right this is from Lexi Um, any tips for making vacation fun with kids okay I think you have to start off by having reasonable expectations for the entire trip so first it's about you you have to take care of you first because you got to fasten you know put your life preserver vest on before you help your children so I think you got to think about what's going to be good for you and then figure out once you're okay then you figure out how to make it fun for kids Is that an answer? No, I think that's right. Um, I think you have to lean in to a place that they're going to enjoy. And typically I am not that person. I'm like, Oh, you're going to eat where I like to eat. You're going to listen to music that I like to listen to. And I just kind of, am like, you are a resident, um, and (laughs) I'm your caretaker and like, trust me, you'll like it eventually, you know? But I think with vacations, they are a moment in time yeah. And I think if you don't kind of choose wisely and think about your audience, it's just not going to be fun for you. Yeah. You know, like it's, right. it's just not going to be fun. Also, I think having a realistic schedule too, not overpacking it, but having enough that the kids are not going to be just crawling up the walls. The last thing any parent wants to hear on a vacation is their child saying they're bored. It's maddening. So again, I think just choosing wisely and think about your audience, not so much because you want to placate and pander, but because you want to have fun yourself. And think about something that's fun, like an activity that you can both enjoy. I think that's another piece too, you know, like if you like to go on rides and your kids do too. Perfect. Go to a theme park. Yeah, I think that's right. Um, Okay, guys, that is it for this episode. We'll have a brand new show of Best Friend Energy next Tuesday. um, But make sure to keep in touch with us. DM us at Best Friend Energy on Instagram and TikTok or visit us at bestfriendenergypod.com. Bye. Bye. Being a mother has its challenges. You have to constantly grow and adapt as your baby does. And while our kids aren't diaper age anymore, we remember a few tricky years with diaper obstacles like blowouts. Oh, yes, I remember. Not to mention getting diapers on active babies. And you and I both know once your baby starts moving, the adventure really begins. That's why you need Pampers Cruisers 360. A lot of people think Pampers Cruisers 360 are just for potty training, but from my experience, it's actually the best diaper to use as soon as your baby's on the go. It doesn't have ordinary diaper tabs. Instead, it has a unique 360-degree stretchy waistband, which is a great hack to keep your baby from taking their diaper off, which, if you've ever experienced, can lead to chaos. And as you know from the home edit days, if we care about anything, it's organizing messes and controlling the chaos. And it really stretches with your baby for a comfortable fit so your baby can move freely. It also makes it so easy to change a wiggly baby who's on the move. Pampers Cruisers 360 with the new blowout barrier are available in sizes 3 to 7 and come in adorable new prints. The best part is that they are hypoallergenic and free of elemental chlorine bleaching, parabens, and latex. As mothers, we know how important it is to count on a great diaper. So for trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician-recommended brand. Download the Pampers Club app today and earn Pampers cash. Redeem your Pampers cash for exclusive Pampers coupon savings and rewards. Only redeemable via Pampers Club. Redeem Pampers cash, no cash value.